Good afternoon and welcome to My Innocent Opinion. This episode is brought to you by Nashville Now Soccer 365. And the subject for today will be virtual school during the pandemic. And I have today with me... Miss Duckworth, a 7th grade math teacher. And I am... Mr. Innocent. So, before the pandemic even come about, I always had this idea about self-education. So, I always think even if there were no pandemic, I always feel that kids and parents should always or parents should always educate their kids at home, right? So it doesn't matter even if they go into the school building. To me, it doesn't matter, right, when they come home or they stop learning or they stop doing schoolwork or they stop, you know, getting educated by their parents or getting educated by an adult. So this pandemic actually then I don't think it hurt my kids at all because it was something I was always used to, right? Not the pandemic, just the way of operating outside of the school building. Always use time to communicate with my kids online because I live outside of the country. So it was uh, it's ways that I used to help do my kids' homework when I was overseas. So... I think my kids have like a head start. Should I can I say that that my kids had a head start because we were already doing online work, even though they were going to school, but I would work with them online. So with the pandemic going on, I think you know, like I said, that's why it's called my instant opinion. It's just my opinion, right? I feel even though when the pandemic slowed down because we know this thing is not going nowhere. This thing is now going to be a part of our life for pretty much until huh, we pass away or because it's something like the flu. All right. So I still feel even though when it's slowed down, I feel that we should still have some building some school in the building and some school online. So just in case something similar to this take place, both teachers and students would be used to it. So it wouldn't be something new anymore. The teaching system won't be new anymore. The way teachers meet teacher or meeting kids, you know what I mean? It won't be something new anymore. So Miss Duckworth, what do you have to say? About your innocent opinion? Yes. I believe that virtual teaching is or has always been in place. Like there are online schools that can support people like yourself that would like for your child to learn virtually and not go to a building. There are also opportunities for you to homeschool your child so that they do not have to go to a building. However, all kids are not set up to be homeschooled and or virtually taught, and that's the problem today. 
you mentioned that even after the pandemic that we should continue on with the virtual as an option um, as well as in-person school. Virtual is already an option. So I, I'm assuming, and you can clear this up, that you would like for it to be an option within a, a school district forever in opposed to not just right now while we go through the pandemic. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm actually saying that not as an option where you could stay at home and do it. I'm saying it should be in the curriculum where you could do two days at home, right? And you could do three days in school and you could just rotate it. It should be a part of the curriculum as schooling, right? This is all we, the, your new schooling curriculum is going to be, right? Um, I hear you. Makes sense. But that would require a lot of work from teachers and or school districts to develop such a curriculum where it supports two days at home and two days in the building. And again, this doesn't address the the less fortunate children who, do, who don't have that opportunity at home to learn virtually. Like we've set them up for success. Well, the the lower economic areas, most schools provided their students with laptops and hotspots and all these things to try and be successful online, but that's just not the arena at home for a lot of families. And I don't know the statistics on it, and it could be something to look into, but home environment plays a big part. Um, just teaching now, you can have all the great internet, all the great technology, all the resources that you need on your little laptop and clever pages, but your mom may be doing hair in the kitchen. Your dad may be playing the video game and you're distracted because you look over here. You don't live in a mansion. You don't live in a space where your child can be here and, and, and he can be there or mom can be there. So there's other disadvantages besides technology and um, the the, the curriculum being set up for home virtually and in person. So I think all of that would have to come into play before districts can just make that sort of decision. Okay, well, according to, like when I read, right, some of the newspapers, right, mm -hmm. during the pandemic, right, mm -hmm. there's some school already going in that direction. There are some schools setting up to be reopened, mm -hmm. but it's not a curriculum. You know, they are just giving people option to opt in, mm -hmm. whether they want to go to the building or whether they want to stay home. Mm -hmm. All right. And I still feel that there is way that we could make it work. Right. Because in, 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 let's look at it this way. Right. Because we, most there's a lot of kids, right? That's not accustomed to online school that is struggling right now, right? God forbid that we go through something like this again, right? When they say slow down or whenever, you know, I mean, it simmer down or goes away. Well, like I said in the beginning, it's not gonna go away ever, you know what I mean? So if the kids them are struggling now, right, what you think is going to happen if we don't prepare for what's to come? 
Because it's always going to be something else coming. So, in my mind, my thoughts, we can't change the world to be a two-day virtual, three-day at home. One day virtual, one day at home. We can't change. I, I don't believe that that's, I don't believe it's possible in no district, in no state. Um, certain areas within a state could, pop, could probably handle such a thing. But like I'm saying, with the whole home environment, there is literally no way to make that work across the board. Not with all students. Student Parents are wanting their kids in school for more reasons than technology or dad playing the video game mom on doing her work at home it's more to it than that it's just bigger the picture is bigger even to an extent of what about the children that are special um special needs kids that are in school for life skills kids that are in school on ieps where they need that additional support and parents can't help them there is more to the building than a curriculum and how can we teach kids both virtually and at school so the picture is broader than what I think most parents see or most um, people that aren't in education see or who haven't thought about the bigger picture. Because even we're saying this and you're saying this and you didn't put an age gap on it, an age on it. So we start school at kindergarten. Parents can't necessarily work at home. It goes again to using your village as we discussed in another topic about, hey, you know, the whole single parenting thing and get there how you can, all that good stuff from the last episode. I mean, it just goes on and on. So if I have this kindergartner and I, the single parent and or I, the parent at home with the, a spouse and we have to go to work, I can't take my kindergartner with me because we got two days at home and two days at the building. Our world, our society was set up to be in-person learning inside of a building with teachers and staff. Okay, I hear what you are saying, all right? And I understand it. Let me speak on the age limit or the age whatever you brought up. Uh, so if we are talking about the people with disability, right? Mm -hmm. We are dealing with them now, right? In this pandemic, right? Not correctly, not where they're continuing to grow. If we think the kids that aren't special or aren't disabled, are they not even where they need to be. So they're not growing. They're not learning anything. But yeah, they're part of the environment. They're part of what's going on. Yeah, and they're part of what's going on. And also that they are struggling, right? And I hear what you are saying, but I still believe that the direction that the world is going in, right? And the world was traveling way before this pandemic, right? Because I lived overseas. And the way people use technology overseas and the way people schooled and the way people work right? It's so far ahead. And we're living in America where we were thought, right, that having our American education is the greatest education, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Living in America is 
all the things that we have raised and believe, right? Mm-hmm. Unless you step out of the country, mm-hmm. then you see how far behind we are, mm-hmm. right? So why? There's no way that you can't, that we can't figure out, right, how to make it work. We could make it work. I just feel it's going to take teachers to come together. I think it's going to be the people that pass the laws, the people that spend the money with the finance. I feel you guys need to come together and see what works. But I don't believe that we should cut out, right, or not put it, make it a part of the curriculum where we can have online school a part of the curriculum. I'm not, you know, like I said, I'm not getting. I see where you're coming from. I know you're, con- I'm seeing the concern of kids who might not have parents might have to go to work. Now that child is home alone, right? And according to the laws, that's neglect. That could become a felony, mm-hmm. right? So now it's interfering with that mm-hmm. parent working, mm-hmm. right? So it's a lot. It's a lot going to have to take, be taken into consideration. Mm-hmm. So I'm seeing what you're saying. But I feel, in my opinion, mm-hmm. I feel that we could make it work as parents and as lawmakers and as teachers. It's going to take a lot. Right. Certain things gonna need to change. We'll be long gone before that change happens. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Y'all favorite number forty-five did not make America great again. This will be an ongoing problem for a very, very long time. And that sort of change that you are speaking on is not gonna happen. And that's my honest innocent opinion it's not gonna happen it's just not feasible it's not likely we don't have the resources lawmakers can we can't even get them to be together to even to even produce such a thing i do think that it's okay to say here's an option virtual students or in person but i don't think it's fair to to do a two home three school three home whatever i don't think it's good to add it to the overall curriculum that every child must um must add heed to it. However, on the flip side, to support your virtual thoughts, potentially you can go to the building and work on your virtual world and then the students that are opting to be taught or the three days a week teachers are just there as babysitters slash there and kids are still doing virtual work, that could work. And then the other three days teachers are really hands-on teaching and teaching and teaching. That that could work before what you're talking about could work. And it supports the same cause. Um, the kids still aren't getting hands-on assistance by teachers. They're still doing everything online and using the online platforms. And they're just in the building. And it helps them because it helps the parents continue their lives with their jobs and et cetera. And smaller children get to be monitored because they can't be home alone. So that could work. That could support what you're saying. So... Imagine, right, I'm not a teacher, you're not a lawmaker, right? Mm-hmm. And you just shine some lights, how things could work, right? How things could work, right? And by you speaking to me, right, and 
I'm speaking to you and we are having a conversation, right? It's not scripture. It's not in, you know what I mean? It's not scripted or anything. So we are having this conversation and you just plant a seed in my mind. Now I am thinking, right? Let's go back to your first, your first thing you said. Don't make it a part of the curriculum, but you give them an option, right? Mm -hmm. So now you see now, not only you give them an option, but you also make class not overpopulated now. Because now, what if you had 30 people in your class, right? Mm -hmm. And 15 of those kids mm -hmm. choose to do virtual learning. Mm -hmm. Now you got a class of 15. Mm -hmm. So now you could actually teach. Right? You could actually teach and get your point across, right? And not teaching 30 kids at the same time. So you're, you're going a step further because in general, we were going with two days home. So now I'm saying two days virtually yeah. at school, three days in the classroom. Mm. So now you're saying we do that, but we break them up so that teachers are still teaching every day. No. So what I'm saying, what, no, listen, 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 listen. So what I'm saying, you see how me and you're working things out through conversation. Right. We are pointing out how things could change and it could be easier on the teacher because don't you guys already do in school? I don't know. I'm assuming I'm just using my opinion base. I don't have any facts in this right now. So everything that I'm saying right now is just opinion based. Like, for instance, what's the ratio right to a class of 28 kids or 30 kids? How many teachers in the classroom? Usually one. But that could vary. It can be from... Depends on your school. You can be from 20 kids to 35 kids to a teacher. It depends. And that alone shows me that if you are a teacher and you're teaching 30 kids, out of those 30 kids, you cannot tell me you are reaching all 30 kids. No, it's not likely. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So that alone <laughs> should at least, okay, I could teach 30, I could teach 30 kids, right? Mm -hmm. If I'm getting 45 minutes. Right. If I'm getting 45 minutes in a classroom or an hour, 30 minutes in a classroom. Right. Mm -hmm. And I could split my class. Right. Where I could teach. Oh. This group. For 35, 40 minutes and I could teach this group for 35, 40 minutes. I guarantee you I would have a better results. You're saying two different things. No, I'm not saying two different things. What I'm saying. Listen, listen, because you just brought up. Okay, so now I am asking you. You remember you said it, right? Now I'm asking you to work extra or teach. You went from, maybe I perceived it wrong. I'm good at that. Okay. You went from the curriculum should involve two days, just hypothetically, two okay. days of virtual school mm -hmm. and three days in person. So when I heard that, in mm. my mind, your child was staying at home, mm. virtual learning as they are now, mm. for two days a week. And then, for three days a week, they were going to go home. Mm. I mean, go to school. That's what I got from it, right? Is that what you said? Yeah, that was an idea. Are okay. we still pitching ideas? Okay. And we having conversation I'm around. I'm off of what you said. Okay. Off that. So then I said, okay, 
not feasible, don't think it's likely. Kids need to be in the building for one or two, three, five reasons. Parenting, work, whatever. Some can't be at home alone, whatever. So ideally, we can still pitch this virtual two-day-a-week thing. However, these kids still have to physically come to a building. So in my mind, when I brought these physical kids to the building, for instance, our school have 200 kids. Mm -hmm. When I brought these 200 kids to the building on Mondays and Wednesdays, they were all doing virtual learning. When they came to the building on Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, they were all being taught in person. That was my thought of it, which still means if I have a roster of 30 kids, those 30 kids are going to be virtual on Mondays and Wednesdays. If I have a roster full of 30 kids, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, those same 30 kids are going to be taught in person. Now you're talking about it's going to be a split where 15 may be getting taught and the other 15 may be virtual. I didn't know we were giving them an option. I thought this was straight curriculum, two days, three days. Okay, so now, so now, right? So, what you just said, what you just said, right? The way you explained it, right? So now, you still having kids come to the building, right? You still have those 30 kids come to the building. The only difference, right? We just agree that you are not going to be able to reach 30 kids, one teacher. Right? It's impossible. I don't care how smart you is. You are not going to be able to reach 30 kids. Mm-hmm. It's not human being possible. You could be Einstein. So, what I am saying, you're already at the building, right? And most kids do black class. What you guys do? Black, black, like, like when somebody comes to your class, they, they go to our next class, right? They just leave out of their room and go to the next room, right? Mm-hmm. So, if you if you work it that way, right, mm-hmm. where you have a all a hour, mm-hmm. right, or an hour thirty minutes, whatever, just let's throw a number in there. I don't know. I don't do the curriculum, but so you know you got an hour and thirty minutes of math, right, mm-hmm. that you teaching. So you work thirty five minutes with fifteen kids, right, right, mm-hmm. and then. Why they are doing, you already went through with them doing their work, right? For that 30 minutes, right? Mm -hmm. You already there. So the 15 that did not come to that building, forget all the things that they got going on at home. They got somebody at home is taking care of them. They got all of that, right? Now you log on online now and you teaching those out of 15 kids because you got an hour before they go to the next class doesn't work like that. But I know it don't, but I know it doesn't work like that and it would never work like that. But it's just ideas. You're overworking the teacher as usual, as the world does. The teacher already overworked. You got 30 as kids. The, well, you already know you're not going to reach them. So why not try something new? Congress don't want to have any enough money for that. Well, okay, so let's get in. Let's get in. I like, I like, I like that you already know, right? So a lot of things people don't take into consideration, right? Let's use taxes. Mm We say Congress don't have enough money, right? Mm -hmm. We all work. We pay taxes. But nobody ever questioned where the tax money go. And even when they question where the tax money go, right, Mm -hmm. they talk about it's going to people on welfare, Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know corporate welfare is the biggest welfare. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't know what corporate welfare is. Mm-hmm. 
right? Mm-hmm. So, do you think it's fair by saying Congress don't have money? I think it's fair to say that they are the people that control the the people on the state level. Okay. So I'm stating that even like now, we're all going to have to go back to school because of funding. I guarantee you. I guarantee you every single district is going to have to go to a building just to just to comfort the people up there or down there or wherever the heck they are just to comfort them because they think we're being paid for nothing. They think we are out here living our best life at home, chilling. So they're going to make us all go back for whatever reason. And that's why I say Congress, because that's who's controlling that. That's part of who has all of this going on. Dude wanted us back in school months ago. So based on dude wanting us in school months ago, he could care less about anything else. It's what he wanted. So it comes from the top. So that's why I say Congress don't have the money. I know it's taxpayer dollars, and that's a local thing, but somebody's controlling the local. And that's just where we are. But, um... And schools are just ran in a way that's not ethical sometimes. Schools just aren't doing the right thing. Like even now, before the pandemic, if you have 35 kids in a class and you're one teacher and you have an hour and 20 minutes to teach a class, in my mind, why not have more classes, less time, less students? It's more effective. But that's not how, that's not how schools are set up. Maybe some are, but I've never been in a district, and I've only been in like three or four of them in different states. But I've never been in a district that understood that when it came to big class sizes. Like, I, I, it just don't, it just doesn't happen. So, okay, well, I guess we meet the the end of this podcast and the end of the conversation. We could continue it. Uh, on a different day. Oh, thank you for your innocent opinion and stay tuned. Stay tuned and follow us at My Innocent Opinion on any of your social media platforms. You're sure to find Mr. Innocent somewhere along the way. Until next time. And you could find us on all streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and just search My Innocent Opinion. Thank you, guys, and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for tuning in.